425 here in the Kiva on AM 600 KIVA and 93.7 FM. 550, 500 if you want to go ahead and call in. July 20th, 1992 was the first, the very first speech that was given after the Democratic National Convention. And it was given by none other than then-President George Bush, who would go on to lose, Herbert Walker Bush would go on to lose, to then uh, Bill Clinton. And you all remember the rousing speech the night before. You can go back and look at that. And you can see my C-SPAN video. Uh, you might want to look that up sometime. I'm not sure you ever have, uh, Dow. Look it up, and you can see the first question uh, that was presented by none other than myself wow. uh, from uh, Boys Nation. And I got the honor of uh, speaking on behalf of Boys Nation first Holy to cow. the president on behalf of uh, all American Team, Legionnaires. Team Eddie Aragon. Inside the Rose Guard, I asked uh, the president, uh, wasn't the reason that you vetoed the motor voter bill because you don't have the support of the young and the poor? Whoa. And then he basically came out and he said, well, no, that isn't the reason. In fact, uh, I, I believe that we'll do very uh, well with the young and the poor, in fact. And, you know, went on to scramble and make a mess of the remainder of the campaign, Bill Clinton. He didn't do well with any group in 1992. <laughs> and interestingly enough, uh, Bill Clinton, this was his first stop on his uh, tirade through, I don't know, what was it, uh, nine or ten cities on that day. It was three in the morning at the Sunport Airport. I'm actually, if I stare out the window, I can look right where he gave his speech. Three in the morning, I was there, and I gave him my Boys Nation pin, not in person. I had to give it to the pilot uh, who was out there, and that was where he started. You could look at the day, I think, no, Election Day 1992, and you'll see all the cities where he stopped and started on that very day. Did so, you have a babe a on each history arm? There. What's that? A babe on each arm when you met Mr. Clinton? Or uh, no, I was like... hanging out with my friend Kevin. Okay, we yeah. just happened to be there. Three... You had an eye for the ladies. Oh, yeah, maybe he did, but not at that time. At that point, I was uh, just uh, true blue Bill Clinton uh, all the way. Hard to believe that. And interestingly enough, that's also where uh, Bill Clinton came, by the way. And it was really nice uh, of the friends and folks over at American Legion Post 99 to send me to Boys Nation. Uh, I think it cost all in all maybe four or $5,000, which wow. was a lot of money back yeah. in the day. And I had a lot of uh, good people uh, supporting us. And I know they probably are renaming all the di- – they used to have different cities for at Boys State, right? You go from Boys State to Boys Nation, and they'd name them <laughs> Coronado, DeVargas, uh, all the conquistadors and founder of New Mexico. I guarantee if they even happen to have, have American Legion uh, uh, Boys State here in the state of New Mexico, they don't, uh, they don't any longer probably have those names because of the political correctness. Uh, uh, website national American Legion Boys State is among the most respected and selective educational programs of government instruction for U.S. high school students. So there still active nationally. Uh, the a Legion uh, Nation is, but uh, Boys State, uh, I was speaking about that, oh. which was traditionally held at uh, New Mexico Tech in Socorro, New oh. Mexico. 550, uh, 500, that's the Harvard of, uh, uh, I'm not sure if they got started with classes today. Did the University of New Mexico get started with online classes or... What happened today? I don't think it did because I've got I know somebody that goes, and they said it was still up in the air. This this private morning. schools uh, started today. I know that uh, Hope Christian School right. started today as well. So the good schools started, and the bad schools continue to be bad. And uh, you know, I guess if you can't go, you can't go. Nothing else that we can really uh, say. One but more reason to look into homeschooling, folks, or or pod schooling. <laughs> I don't even I don't even want to talk about it. I think education is. We'll talk about our. Our third hour, we do have to address some of those issues because you and I, Dowd, had a very good conversation about that. Now, Pelosi decided to jump into the fray of the DNC by calling all the House members, including Ben Ray Lujan, as well as Deborah Holland, who's right next door to him, and whatever hall. Is that in, is she in Cannon Hall? I think she might be in Cannon Hall. 
And then, uh, of course, uh, Zoshitel Torres Small, the socialist uh, from down south, all because she wants to go ahead and vote on this postal bill. Now, the mainstream media, including the top of the hour news, is heavily focused on driving this conversation home about the fact that Donald Trump is cheating in the election and that they have the, the, the lead by 10, 12 points. They're doing everything they can. This is the focus, is to make sure that this is going to be a mail-in ballot. Now, I will address the mail-in ballots uh, that have been suggested, the absentee ballots, which have been su- suggested during our third hour by the Republican Party, mm-hmm. which I think was a, uh, a misfire. Quite a backlash. I think it does not uh, coincide in any way, shape, or form with uh, what we're trying to do nationally, what the Trump campaign is trying to do nationally. It's an, yet another uh, misfire here locally. But Pelosi jumping into the middle of all this is, is seeming to make a, a, a mountain really out of nothing. Postal Service is requesting a temporary pre-election rate increase from mid-October through Christmas. Now, remember, early voting starts, I think, right around October 3rd, October 4th, okay? And so you're going to see a lot of this uh, push continue to go because the idea is to make Donald Trump seem as if he's cheating during this election. Mm. That's not what's happening. None of this stuff is happening. They're cheating us out of conventions. They're cheating us out of businesses they're cheating us out of college football seasons they're cheating us your children out of school they're shutting everything down because they want you to be at home and they want you to vote at home they want your dog your cat uh people who used to live there two times ago three times ago and they're going to drop all the ballots right there regardless of how many other places that they've been registered because they don't clean up the voter rolls that's it plain and simple it's voter fraud and there'll be plenty of those pesky cheating democrats who are going to be sending them in hey i'll vote two or three or four times for joe biden you know it's going to happen and you know how much democrats love dead people just look at joe biden now one of the things that we are missing out on as i said is these um, unbelievable convention speeches i've watched democrat and republican conventions alike last convention for the republican national convention was a good one i mean donald trump really wrapped it up and said I'm the only one who can fix this country. And he has done it. He did it until, well, you know, they had to go ahead and destroy everything with uh, Fauci and and Burks. But uh, I digress. You might remember uh, Barack Obama's. That was his introduction. Did you know that uh, Barack Obama back in 2004 was pretty much penniless? He couldn't even get into the the uh, a convention in uh, 2000. Did you wow, know this? No. Yeah, he didn't have uh, really any money to his name. Now he's got a 8.7 million dollar uh, Magnum PI ranch in Oahu, Hawaii. More on that. Just a call back to the show earlier. Did Barack Obama every quarter give his presidential salary to charity? Did not. I don't recall him. No, we we oh. and we do. But he's a compassionate, loving remember, guy. Yeah. Well, remember Barack Obama is the guy who also said there is not a liberal America and a conservative America. There is the United States of America. Oh, we could just have that guy. You might remember Ronald Reagan, not just, uh, you know, his uh, big speech that he gave on TV for the Goldwater. But in 1976, he gave a speech right after President Ford's acceptance address, which was the first time that that has ever happened. He spoke of future generations. And look what happened in 1980. He was the man who defeated. He's the man who defeated the uh, the Soviet Union in uh, 1988. So if you look at all of this, uh, of, of the things that we're missing, we're missing steps in history. Your children are being robbed of their education. We're being uh, robbed of our election process that we have always loved, loved, always adored. We love to hate. We love to love our candidates. We want to see the future leaders, and we don't even actually get to see it. What we do get is we do have a very good RNC national chairwoman in Ronna McDaniel. 
In fact, I'd say she is the best. Langston used to talk affectionately about her all the time. But really, and what she said coming out today in her RNC address was that this is just all about how socialist can we possibly be. She says the Democrat convention is going to showcase socialist San Francisco values through and through. It's fitting when you consider the Democratic Party today is effectively just a coalition of coastal elites. A couple of highlights from what she put out. Well, the Democrats yet again are going to go, go ahead and ignore Wisconsin. Hillary Rodham Clinton ignored Wisconsin. Here they are today ignoring the state of Wisconsin. I do believe that uh, Donald Trump was in Oshkosh today, right, giving a speech. He is not ignoring uh, Wisconsin. Bernie Sanders is on tonight. You have Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who I believe, I think Sanders gets nine minutes. Ocasio-Cortez gets one minute. Um, they might oh, be, wow. yeah, so the, the Lenin and Marx are going to get uh, collectively 10 minutes uh, in, in tonight's address. I believe we have uh, the keynote speaker, who I thought would be uh, the vice presidential candidate, and maybe she is really kind of pulling all the strings, her and her husband, uh, Barack Obama, is, is uh, Michelle Obama. So she is going to be on tonight. So imagine this. We are here at this point looking at Biden, who... <laughs> Practically is lobotomized. You've got Harris, who's for sale at any price for anything. And who are the real puppeteers that are running things behind the curtain? Well, we won't know because we're not going to see anybody get together at the conventions, which is traditionally done. We're not going to see anybody hashing it out. You might remember last time, I think Bernie Sanders, if I'm not mistaken, didn't he sue the DNC? Didn't he get cheated out of the nomination? Wasn't he forced and pushed out? You're not going to see any of those arguments, and none of that you know, back and forth is going to be pushed out. Now, there's two big issues that are traditional issues that we have not been talking about. Certainly, we've been talking about Black Lives Matter. We've been talking about COVID-19, okay, you know, the, the poor, you know, the, these, these, these groups which have been really suppressed. They haven't been making any money. They have low, uh, high unemployment. Nothing could be, have been further the truth prior to COVID-19. But there's a group of pro-life Democrats, the Democrats for Life of America. They released on Friday prior to the DNC the members of the Democratic Party's platform, and they said, back off your radical stance on abortion at any time. Now, Democrats are, the D is for death. They are the party of death. And they came out and they said this, this Democrats' Life for America. Democratic leaders support policies on abortion that are radically out of line with public opinion. Due to the wide disparity, the Democratic Party is alienating voters. An extreme position on abortion rights violates our commitment to inclusivity and diversity. Then they had some numbers. 95% of biologists affirm biological view that life begins at fertilization. Abortion takes the life of the innocence, which is against scripture for those Democrats who are Christian. This is very interesting that they put this information out. And we know that 91% of this country is against late-term abortion. And who's at the top of the ticket right there with Joe Biden? Joe Biden, who doesn't have any idea that he's even running for president? Well, you got Kamala Harris. And she is the most liberal, the most pro-abortion, most Planned Parenthood. She's not even a mother. You think for a second she's going to stand up for this group within the Democratic Party, which is the Democrats for Life of America, which probably constitute a pretty strong percentage within the Democratic Party to go and push back on the radicals inside that progressive, very progressive Democrat Party. Now, here's the other part. And the reason why I put these two together, I thought it was very important, is because there was a mailer that went out 
from Joe Biden talking about Democrat conservatives who are Hispanic or Democrat Christians who are Hispanic. He's trying to reach out to that group. Yeah, you Catholics over there, you Catholics over there who are registered Democrats, you are getting used and abused, right? The immigrants who you've been championing and advocating, we need to only think of Father Chavez over at uh, St. Therese, right? He constantly has those boards that are out there. The immigrants are getting used and abused. Eight out of ten women who come across the border are sexually trafficked. We've seen the lowest amount of immigration. You saw that yesterday in the Albuquerque Journal. And you can only thank your lucky stars or thank God that there's less immigration coming into the United States because that also means less women who are being exploited as slaves, sexual traffic, or bringing drugs here into this country. And that's how they basically pay their way. These are women who are raped, who are killed, they're trafficked, and the Democrats don't care. They turn a blind eye to all of that. For some reason, coerced sex among these helpless women doesn't seem to bother them that much. According to the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, they've documented numerous incidents of human sex trafficking of Hispanic females into the U.S. The trafficking includes underage girls, so the criminals behind these illegal enterprises, these women are just pieces of meat used to pull a quick profit from and discarded or passed on to the next trafficker onward down the line. And how about the slave jobs? The money under the table, the cash, so they can send greenbacks across the border back into Mexico. Trafficking of illegal immigrants is also done to provide cheap labor to a more immoral American employers. Who are the two groups that the DNC is already trying to exploit here in the state of New Mexico? Well, those two groups right there. Pro-life Democrats and immigrants who they're saying, well, only the Democrat Party could be on their side. And how racist, hateful, and... Uh, uh, anti-immigrant Donald Trump is 550-5500 that's 550-5500 here in the Kiva we'll talk about uh, slow Joe Biden when we return he's uh, he's just an empty vessel folks there's really no there there at this point it's, if you're voting for Joe Biden it's just an anti-Trump vote that's about it <laughs> 